Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What it do? Red October is about to be Red November. That's wild. Crazy, isn't it? So, a miracle has happened in this city. Yeah. And... I truly don't know how to describe it. You know, call me crazy, but as soon as a team gets a song, they become a team of destiny. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Apparently that's the key to, uh, you know, making a run here. I, it happened in 2017 with the Birds. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I guess that's a thing now. Yeah, I mean, the real test comes now. The Astros are legit. Uh, they're a terrifying team. They are. And the World Series starts Friday, and the Phillies have to take one of those two games. Yeah, yeah, they've uh, they've done a nice job of of taking, uh, you know, the first game of of every series so far on the road, um, which is you know that's 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 huge, obviously, in in a playoff series taking the first game. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not, it, you know, it's something they have experience doing. It's something they've had success with. So we'll see, we'll see, uh, if they can do it here against, like you said, a really, really legit, scary, frightening team. Yes. Yeah. A really good team. Uh, they've swept everyone on the way. Yeah. They haven't lost yet in the playoffs. Crazy. So. But yeah, I, you know, if this is also going to be potentially uh, a three-year NLE sweep of the World Series. Um. Well, the Dodgers won two years ago. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the COVID year. Yeah. See, I mean, does that really count, though? Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. But it, it counts in terms of MLB. But, yeah, the last three full seasons could be, yeah, NLEs. But, listen, man. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. Well, we'll talk about who's getting the ball game one and what we expect and just overall the excitement in this city, the pop of the crowd, the insanity, Bryce Harper getting bleeped out on Fox. And, yeah, that's it for the Phils. Uh, We have surprising news. The team who we did not previously speak of, we will make one exception this week. The Philadelphia Flyers have a better record than the Philadelphia 76ers after four games. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on. Opposite land? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, in, I... Terms of, in terms of the Phillies, you know, the, how the Sixers started, how the Flyers have started. And how the honestly how the Eagles are playing. I don't know if this is real or if this is all just a dream, but uh, it's weird to say the least. Yeah, I I, I have no idea. I mean, the, the Flyers are sitting at four and two, and the Sixers are at one and three. So uh, <laughs> right, uh, upside down. Yeah, no no one would have expected that. Um, but here we are. If you told me that. Even two weeks ago, I would have told you that you're a lunatic. If you told me the Flyers would have beaten the Lightning and the Sixers would have lost to the Spurs, 
I would have laughed at you. But once again, here we are. Sports. Sports. <laughs> All right. And then the Birds, they are on by. But this weekend upcoming, they are playing the Steelers. We don't have anything to talk about this weekend. But upcoming, they are going up against a Steelers team who beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Yeah, and again, just I don't know what's happening. Um, sports. Yeah, I mean, the NFL is is wild. I mean, the Bucks don't look good. The Packers don't look good. There's been a lot of boring games in the NFL this year. You noticed that? There has. Yeah, especially recently. Uh, I feel like the year started off pretty exciting, but then as the season's gone on, you know, we've seen kind of uh, a, a downfall of the excitement a little bit. There's still some exciting games, don't get me wrong, but um, just teams you wouldn't expect to lose and also teams you wouldn't expect to win, it's happening. Um, so, you know, is it is it a changing of the guard maybe? We'll see. All right. On, on that note, I really don't have anything left. So what you say, Chip A? Let's cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. So no game this past weekend and the upcoming weekend we have the Steelers. It should be fine. Yeah, they beat the Bucks um, with Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky. So you know, I, we I mean, I hope we win. Um, it would suck if we didn't. I, I don't think it's going to be. A, Blowout, but I, I can't see this game going the opposite direction. I mean, I thought the same thing when the Jags came to town, so I don't want to just say it's an automatic. That's, right. There's never an automatic in the NFL. Exactly. I think that the Eagles have the capability to pull it off. I think that it really shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, you and would if help. They blow it, it's their own fault, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, you know, getting pressure on whoever's a quarterback, honestly, is going to be huge. Um, if they start picket, then it might be a long day for them. I hope. And I mean, there's not much to say, you know, um, Eagles have played well so far and, you know, I mean, we talked about how, uh, you know, we talked about what they need to approve on last week. Um, you know, obviously the same still applies you know the the uh second half scoring needs to be improved on um what's I, going on with that that the offense seems to wake up later in the first quarter and then the second quarter is great and then they just stagnate during halftime but what's happening are the other teams adjusting from your perspective or is it just something else no i think it's it's, it's probably a little bit of both you know i think team i think the teams you know any team if they're down big at the half is going to make an adjustment um you know, they just got to – the Eagles got to do a better job of keeping their foot in the gas pedal um, and not letting up. And um, I think they're I think they well aware of that. You know, the coaches have said that, you know, they need to be better at putting the team away. 
Um, but again, it's, it's, it's the NFL. It's not going to be easy every time. So, you know, they're aware. Um, and it's, you know, the teams are doing a nice job of adjusting. And, um, so I don't, I don't think it's a huge deal. Um, but then, you know, we mentioned the run defense, uh, against the Cowboys was, was not great. Um, that kind of let them, the Cowboys come back in the game a little bit. So I'm, you know, again, I'm, I'm expecting them to make adjustments and, and, um, you know, them to come out and play well again. So we'll see what happens, but you know, not much to say and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think that the Eagles will be able to put the foot on the gas pedal and keep the foot on the gas pedal this game. Yeah. I don't think that the Steelers offense, even though they beat the Bucks, the Bucks haven't been playing up to par. Let's be right. honest there. And just with the energy overall, I, I think that they're going to be fine. I agree. So. Have the Eagles ever gone seven to no? Um, I think so. Really? I don't know if it was the 2004 year. I don't remember. I, I can't remember, but I think they have. I, th- I think they have. Let's let's see. The Philadelphia Eagles have their best record in a season this season with a record of six and zero. Yeah, it might be tied with two thousand four then. It might be. Maybe we haven't. We've never gone seven now. I don't know. That'd be cool though. Just with the way things are going in Philadelphia overall, I want to say it's a it's an insane time. Yeah, it is, and. I think I said this before. I just don't know how to feel right now. It's weird. Like Phillies, obviously we'll get them in a second, but the Eagles playing so well. And, um, you know, the Sixers and Flyers and, you know, the Flyers have started off so well, you know, not so much the Sixers, but we expect them to be good. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's not Philadelphia fans are not used to this. They're used to disappointment and pain and mediocrity and, uh, you know, you know the deal, but here we are. So it, it's a great time to be a, a sport, Philadelphia sports fan right now. You know, going back to the Phillies, we'll, we'll get into it in a little bit. But I was for three straight podcasts. I had to tell Chip not to freak out. And you could check the record on that because he was about to flip his lid towards the end of the season. Like I can see the steam coming out of his ears. Yeah. Well, can, can, I mean, the, the, the end of the year, Oh God, I, that, I mean, honestly, the end of the year feels like forever ago at this point, because, you know, we're still in it. Um, but we almost didn't make it. I mean, we were, we were a game off of not making it, I guess too, but whatever, it, you know, it was, they, they, they were close. So, the fact that we've gone from there to here is unbelievable. Look, we'll, we'll, when we walk it off, we'll talk Phillies. But we don't really have anything else to add for the birds. After the game, we'll go over everything. We'll be in the middle of the World Series, and we'll probably be complaining about the Sixers. So speaking of the devil, to the only negative segment of the podcast – Let's talk Sixers. Yeah. Um, 
Interesting start, to say the least. You know, they started off against Boston and Milwaukee. You know, obviously they're good teams. Okay, you know, you, you, you lose both of those games. But then to come home and lose to the Spurs, I mean, that's not a game you should lose. And listen, I'm not taking anything away from the Spurs. They were, they did a great job. But that's a team you should beat. And then I think last night or two nights ago, whenever it was, they they, uh, they beat Indiana, who is arguably one of the worst teams in the league. So, you know, I'm happy they won. Um, I don't really know what's going on. Um, the first couple games, Embiid kind of started off slow. Um, Maxi hasn't played well at all, which is surprising because he looked so good in preseason. Um, James Harden has played fine, in my opinion. He's scoring the ball at, at a, you know, at a good rate, and I, I think he's done a fine job. So, I don't know. I mean, the defense hasn't been great, which is surprising, uh, considering the fact we've, we've done a lot to try and fix that. Um, the bench hasn't been great either, which is, again, surprising because we spent so much, you know, on that. So, you know, it, it may just take some time for this team to mesh. You know, there's a lot of different pieces that they, that were added, um, a lot of moving parts. So hopefully they can bounce back and uh, hopefully this first win is a, is a sign of things to come. I am not going to freak out just yet, but I am disappointed. Yeah, I'm a, li- I'm a little disappointed, but again, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not freaking out yet. No overreactions. Yes. We're not going to do that until it's really bad. Yeah, for sure. Which we're definitely not. Oh, we're definitely not known for overreacting. Yeah, no. Uh, no, I, yeah, no, we would never do that. No. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we, would, we would never do that, right? I mean, no. Maybe. maybe. Well, we might have. I mean, maybe once or twice, you know. I mean, yeah, just once. Just once. Just once, maybe. Maybe. Not with every single loss that happens ever. Maybe. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll reconvene with them. But now, it's time to talk Flyers. Are we doing this? Are this, is this real? Do we have to talk Flyers? I mean, I, we haven't yet, and they're winning somehow with this team. For the sake of the Flyers. They beat the Lightning, man. Listen. How'd they do that? Well, I, I'm I'm sure coaching has something to do with it. Uh, just to be realistic here. But. I mean, I got nothing. I really, I can't explain how they're winning. I really can't. Like, I, I, I have no words. Beating the Lightning, only losing to the Panthers by one goal. <laughs> I mean, right. they beat the Preds, but then they lost to the Sharks. The the Sharks' loss was pretty bad. That was 3 nothing. But, you know, they get the Panthers at home and the Hurricanes next, so. We'll see. Look, this is a 
this season's different. I can't say that I've been watching very much because I didn't anticipate much, and I was holding my grudge towards Comcast. Yeah. But there, though. We have a proposition for Flyers fans. Chip and I discussed this. If they get to the point where they're – was it 10 games above 500? Let's say 10 to 12. Between 10 and 12 games above 500? Yeah. We will take them off of the banned speaking list. Yeah. I think that's fair. We've earned some criticism. Yeah. And after this off. So uh, that's that's what we got there. So we will be good. We'll be all right. We'll see. And speaking of criticism, let's talk some union. Sure. I don't know. First off, before we talk union. I don't know anything. I don't know. uh, I was about to swear. Forgive me. I don't know anything, and everyone knows what I was about to say, but I couldn't say it because yeah, I don't know anything. I I I don't know a thing. I I know they won. I know potentially two players' names. I think Alejandro Bedoya and Andre Blake, who's been with the Union for what feels like the entire duration of their existence. Yeah. So, (laughs) and you know, he might have been. Maybe he, yeah, maybe he is. Who knows? It was to show you how much I know about soccer. Uh, they beat they beat Cincinnati in the Eastern Conference playoffs, and now they're playing New York, not the Red Bulls, New York City Football Club. That's the Eastern Conference final, correct? Yeah, that's the I, final. So okay. they, they beat Cincinnati in the semis. Okay. Uh, it was only one nothing, but soccer okay. scores so. Win there. Uh, so, it was a, uh, does they want to win the championship? They have two more games, correct? Correct. Okay. So I don't have much. Yeah. And for these reasons, this is why we don't talk soccer very much. It's not because we hate the team, it's because we don't know anything. And the way we look at it, and Chip, if you don't mind me speaking for both of us here. Would you rather two buffoons who know nothing about the sport that you love trying to talk about it, acting like we know what we're talking about, or leave that to the pros? I agree. Just just a way to look at it. Yeah. And if you guys – and, you know, I will, I will say this right, right now. If you want us to cover the union more, it's a little late in the season, don't you think? Yeah. Well, yeah. For so next year, maybe. Next year – I will pay attention, and I will have to learn names, which, Chip, you know I'm not the best at that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I will, I, yeah, I will do the same. Um, I, I guess I'm better with names, but. I don't, it's not like I don't know any. I, I know names. No. It's just not the. It's, yeah, he, he's, I think I'm better at remembering names. I think he's better at, uh. In terms of soccer, at least I think he knows a little bit more about the rules and how the game is played than I do. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's a good mix. Maybe that's, you know, what you want to hear. I mean, yeah, if you like us, then we'll talk about them a little bit more. Um, you know, we'll mention them. Obviously, if they're playing well like they are right now, they'll get mentioned. Um, so, yeah. And if you want us to learn more about them, then 
I will shoot do us my- a DM. Shoot us an email at dhlthebandwagon at gmail.com, and our Twitter DMs are open. So, so let, let us, us know. know. Let us know. We will make an effort next year if that is what you so desire, because we are we are a podcast for the people. Yeah, because no, no. we are just people. And anything from Philly is if you have Philadelphia in your name, we're gonna like you. Even if, even the Philadelphia Stars don't really know much about them. Couldn't um, tell you a single player on them. I yeah, I know they made it to the championship in the inaugural season, which is cool. I know they lost though, unfortunately, but. Yeah, Philadelphia Stars. We can talk about them maybe when when their season kicks back up. So, plenty of options. So, on that note, let's walk it off and let's talk Phillies in the World Series. I I, I still am at a loss. Bryce Harper might have hit one of the most clutch home runs in Phillies history. Yeah, that 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 might be a top five Phillies moment in the history of of Philadelphia. Maybe not Philadelphia, but the Phillies. So just looking at that moment for a second here, uh, that was kind of redundant, but let's look at that moment. (laughs) Just out of curiosity, I thought they would put in Bader. Why didn't Hater rather? Why didn't they? I yeah. So I, I I you know. After the game, I, I was talking to Ryan. I'm like, why would we were asking why would he not put in Hater? Everyone was asking that, honestly. So I, I, I don't know. I really don't. Were they, they just, just hoping for a ground out? Like, I, that, that, it doesn't make they, any sense. I, they, they literally, they did an interview with, uh, with Bob Melvin on Fox or whatever that, whatever it was on FS1, whatever it was. Um, and they were like, hey, why didn't you put in Hater against Harper? And I can't remember what he said. He said something along the lines of, you know, we trust, we trusted Suarez, you know, he, he got the previous three outs in the, in the previous inning, you know, he got the strikeout before, uh, or, uh, yeah, the strikeout to end the inning. And then, you know, they, so they, they said they were comfortable with him. I don't know, but it didn't really make sense. I mean, you're in, you're in a game where if you lose, you're out, you're done. Right. Oh, and you, all, all postseason long, I saw teams putting in their closers early yeah. and their best relievers early. It didn't. The Phillies did it, that too. I know, but like, and I'm not complaining about it. Don't get me wrong. It's just as a baseball fan, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Especially in today's MLB, you know, we we always talk about today's MLB. You know, the bullpen is one of the most important things, if not the most important thing, about making a deep run in the playoffs. If you have a good bullpen. You have a good shot. Um, and the Padres do have a good bullpen. But, you know, your your guy gave up a single to JT, right, to get him on. There's a lefty coming up. Hater's a lefty. He's your best pitcher by far. He was, he was nearly unhittable. Yeah, borderline unhittable all postseason. He's, he was phenomenal. And you don't bring him in. And, again, in a, in a, in a do-or-die game, in the in the top of the or the bottom of the eighth, where I, I don't know. I mean, and, and, and it's the Phillies' best hitter by a mile. He's the hottest hitter on the planet. I, I just don't understand the call. I really don't. So, but I'm not, again, I'm not complaining because obvious reasons. <laughs> Look, the Phillies won. So, yeah. 
But also, look, I love the fact that Rob Thompson is one of the most soft-spoken people in the world, oh and they just douse him in champagne and jump around they, him. It's it's the funniest thing in the world. They love him. Like he he's just like like you hear you hear it in the uh, in the post game, like he's like congratulations guys, proud of all of you. And he's like, we got four more to go, and they go nuts for him, and it's awesome. Didn't it, when he held them up, and he was like, wait, wait, wait. He's like, wait, 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 and then they were like, four more, and they all they all down. Yeah. It was great. It, it was. I mean, dude, you know, I I thought the series was going to be tighter in that game where uh, Bailey Falter gave up four runs. L- listen, you know. People are going to think that, you know, because because we won four to one in a series that they're like, oh, the Phillies had it the whole way. I didn't feel that at all. I really didn't like the entire series the, the Padres are a really, really good team. They're a young team. They're an up and coming team. They're going to be around for a while. Trust me. Yes. And they're good. Like Juan Soto, obviously, Manny Machado, obviously. But some of their other guys are good, too. Like Brandon Drury had a great year. Uh, Jake, great. Uh, excuse me. Jake, he was Jake, a great acquisition for them. Yeah, Jake Cronenworth was good all year, you know. Um, Hassan struggled in the playoffs, but other than that, he was good. Yeah, Hassan Kim was is a pretty nice player as well. I know he might not play next year because Tatis is going to be back, but um, he he was he was pretty good for them as well, especially defensively. So their team is good. Don't get me wrong, and I and I never felt that we're like okay, the Phillies have got this. I mean, it was they were close, you know, nerve wracking games for the most part. So, now, it, so the Padres also left a good amount of runners on base. Yes. And I, I want to go back to that last inning where Ranger Suarez closed it out. Yeah. The one thing with the Houston Astros, those runners are not going to remain on base there. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Um, you know, you can't you can't give make, them the opportunities. Yeah, you can't give them opportunities. You can't make many mistakes. And by mistakes, I mean you can't walk you can't walk as many guys as you did. Yep. And the Phillies did did do a pretty good job of not walking guys, but when they did, for the most part, the Padres kind of left them on on base. With the Astros, that's not going to be the case because they're too good of a team offensively to consistently leave run leave runners on base. They're gonna they're gonna get them in. So that's the thing. And and you look at their lineup; they're very good at taking balls and strikes. Yes. And, and there was a game in the Yankee series. Walk the ninth batter. Walk the first batter, three-run home run. Right. So, can't do that. Their lineup is that good, where even if you did that at the sixth hitter, they're going to find a way to score. Right. They put the ball in play. They have power on the ball. And they both play in shorter ballparks. So, uh, the home run ball is going to be a huge factor in this series. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's going to be, it's going to be extremely tough. Um, but listen, the Phillies are here. They're here for a reason. They're playing really good ball right now. And I want to go back to that home run by Harper. You know, when when JT, because the previous inning, I think Stott had like a double, and I think we left him with left him on third. I'm like, oh god. So when JT got on, I'm like, okay, we cannot leave him. We cannot leave JT on. So then Harper comes up. 
you know, he's battling. He's taking some pitches. I think the count was one, two, maybe. And he takes, I think he takes a change up low in the zone for ball two. And in my head, because I was cropping my pants at this point, I'm like, who is taking that pitch? And it was, it was a borderline pitch. Like it was, it was, it was low, but it was definitely a hittable pitch and it was a change up. So I'm like, who's taking a 92 mile an hour change up that's borderline below the zone. And he did. And I'm like, okay, hold on. He's either sitting on something or he just knows what, what's like, he just knows what's coming. And next pitch, I think it was a sinker. He hit it off. He hit the home run off of. It was. Cause after was, the game, he said, he did the same sequence to me before. Yeah. He threw a change up, and I knew a sinker was coming right after that, and I put a good swing on it. So, and it was a sinker. Not verbatim, but. Yeah, it was a sinker. It was kind of on the outside of the plate, dude, but he got it, man. And even John Smoltz, when he was saying, you can't leave it over the plate because he will go the other way with it, and that's exactly what he did. And, I, dude, can I, when I say, I lost my mind. I could not believe what I was saying. I was screaming my head off saying, oh my God. I literally was screaming, oh my God. It was, I could not believe that that was real. That was the most, one of the most clutch moments in Philadelphia sports history. And for it to be Bryce Harper... He's just icing on the cake because it, it was, it was literally like a movie. It, it really was. It felt like that. It was unbelievable. You know, the fact that we signed him such to such a huge deal, you know, $300 million and with an opportunity to take the team to the world series down two or down one, sorry. And he doesn't. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was going nuts. I was sweating. I was, I was all, all the words. I, I can't even describe how amazing that was. That was probably one of the most insane homers I've ever seen. And, and the fact that, and again, it was just so perfect. Like, again, we were down one, you know, runner on Bryce Harper at home in the, in the clinching game. I mean, it was perfect. It, there was no, there's no other word to describe it. It was perfect. The, the next challenge legitimately comes now, and it isn't just the offense that you have to worry about. The Astros pitching staff is like nothing the Phillies have faced yet. It's that scary. Yeah, man. They're they're really top to bottom. They're one of the best, if not the best team in the league. Um, you know, they're right up there with the Dodgers on paper as one of the best teams. Um, their starting pitching is phenomenal. Justin Verlander, he's a hundred years old, but he still has a sub two ERA. He's gonna win the he's gonna win the Cy Young. And then, you know, some of their young guys they've got, you know, Framber Valdez has had an unbelievable year. Christian Javier. Christian Javier's been phenomenal. Luis Garcia's had a pretty nice year as well. 
Lance McCullers came coming back from an injury has been, has been well for them. And their bullpen has been one of the best, if not the best bullpens in the league. Um, Will the Phillies get revenge? Yeah. Yeah. They got, uh, they got our boy Hector Neris in that bullpen. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, Ryan Presley closer, he's phenomenal. Um, you know, they have a bunch of other guys as well. So it's, 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 it's a very, very tough test for the Phillies. Um, and we'll see what happens. Look, what a time to be alive. But the fact that we're even here is just, I can't even explain it. Like nobody, not a single person thought this was possible. What we said before they, when they finally clinched. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you get there so long as you got there because it's a brand new season. Yep. That's exactly right. So the Phillies have capitalized so far. As long as they continue to play well. Lord knows what Philadelphia can handle at this point. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, before the uh, clinching game, they greased up the poles, and that didn't really work. So I don't know if they're—I don't know what they're going to do if, if uh, we were able to able to win somehow. So, but dude, Philly's you know, nuts. Philly's <laughs> it, it's just a different place, it, it, and I love it. Well, I love the fact that whenever a team has to come here to play, it's it's just raucous. What's your prediction? Um, I don't know. I really thought about it, honestly. Um, I do have a take on it. It's going to be tough, man. It really is. I mean, my my, my honest opinion. If the Phillies don't take it in at least six, I I can't see them taking game seven. I think if they can take one in Houston for the first two games, I think they have a good shot. I agree with that. Because anyone who has to come here to play, it's 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 infinitely harder yes. for teams to play here than anywhere else. I, I could see the Phillies taking all three games at home. And, I, I don't that's not me being a biased fan. Ask anyone if you have to come here to play with with that crowd. I mean, you can just sit, you can just hear it. On, even if you're watching on TV, every pitch they're either cheering, booing, screaming, like whatever, whatever it is, they're into it and they and they want it. And it's just it's so tough for opposing teams to come here and come in here and play. And that's that's a factor for the Phillies. It really is. And that's you know that's why. You know, some people are are picking the Phillies to win the World Series. But again, if they can take one game one or game two in Houston, I think they have a good shot. I truly, I can't say for certain what's going to happen because the, the, listen, the, the Houston Astros are that good. Yeah, the Astros are. are that good. I'm the the Braves were really good too. So it's not saying that it's impossible, but. It's just a different it's it's a better well-rounded team with solidified pitching in the rotation and in the bullpen. They have four pitchers that could start. We need solid performances. Now let's talk about who's getting the ball in game one. Yeah, it's Rob Thompson's a, giving it to Aaron Nola. It's gonna be Aaron Nola. 
which is fine, in my opinion. I think that's fine. I think if 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 you can get the best wheeler possible, I think you do it by all means. And if he de- if he needs an extra day's rest, then you give it to him because he's been phenomenal. So and 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 Aaron Nola for the most part has been really really good as well. He had that one bad game in San Diego, which I I didn't even think was that horrible. I just thought he you know a few pitches got away from him there. So I I am I have no problem with Aaron Nola going game one. I really don't. Um, so again, if we can get the best Zach Wheeler possible, that's fine. I like Ranger Suarez going for game three at home and then, and then we'll see what, what happens from there. Um, you know, so, and then game four, we'll probably do some, something similar. Uh, you know, Falter didn't really play well, so I'm, I'm assuming it'll be probably Syndergaard to start. And then it'll probably be mostly a bullpen game for game four. Um, so we'll see what happens, but yeah, for game one, it's going to be Aaron Nola. And then I'm assuming game two will be, will be Zach Wheeler. Yeah. And I agree with you that the pitcher should be at their best when they're going. Yeah. I understand where it's coming from. I and, think. And plus Wheeler, you know, he's only, it's only been about a month since he's come off the IL. So he might still be having effects from, uh, from that as well. That's true. And he also had that ball go off his knee. So that as well. Uh, when you when you look at the Astros lineup too, you watch what happened in the series before, and I don't know if you listen to any of the press conferences after on SportsCenter they showed uh, Garrett Cole, and he said I really only made two and a half mistakes. I left one ball a little too high in the zone, not even down the middle, and that was gone. Hmm. And that was the big one. Yeah. But if 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 he can pinpoint little tiny mistakes like that. That's how incredible that lineup is. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, listen, the, the, you know, we started from the top. You got Jose Altuve. He's been doing it for, for a long time now. Um, you know, they got they got Jeremy Pena, who's he's been phenomenal as a rookie this year. Alex Bregman, Jordan Alvarez. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. I mean, they're there and, and they're here for a reason, you know, it, it, and it shows, you know, they're they're one of the best teams, if not the best uh, in the league right now. So it's a tall task. It really is. Um, but Phillies are hot. And we said, if you, if you get hot at the right time, that's what happens. And that's what happens in baseball. So long as they're able to stay consistent with the bats, make things happen. And I, I really do believe they have to watch the strikeouts this series, especially this series. Yeah. The Astros pitchers have phenomenal off-speed pitches. I don't want to see too many whiffs. Agreed. They're really good at making the ball look like it's going to be there when it is well out of the zone. Justin Verlander has been an expert at his whole entire career, so I don't even have to get into that. But the rest of the rotation is going to be very difficult. So if they're able to piece together a couple of offensive innings a game, great. That is where the bullpen has to come in and play some of the best ball that they've ever played in their lives. <laughs> yep. When will the nerve set in? Probably what, Thursday? Yeah, probably Thursday night. I'm going to start to feel it. Um, every game starts at 8-3, so... That's something that sucks, dude. I'm not a huge fan of that, but that sucks, man. Um, I have to get up for work at five. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. So the fact that it's a late game, I don't know. Maybe maybe Friday morning when I wake up, it'll it'll set in. Um, but we'll see. <sighs> we will see. Phillies and it, listen. No matter the Phillies what, are your National League champions. Yeah. No matter what. You know, obviously, I want them to win. You know, you know, you don't get here very often, obviously. So obviously, when you when you do get here, you obviously want to win. But as a fan, just enjoy the moment. Just enjoy watching your team on the biggest stage because it doesn't happen very often. So obviously, you'd like to win. You know, and it would be, you know, it would suck if they did lose. But just enjoy it. As best as you can. I know people are going to be nervous. I know people are going to be anxious, all that, all that good stuff. But try to enjoy it as best you can. I know I will try my my best, uh, but I will be extremely nervous. As uh, a lot of people who know me, I get extremely nervous watching, you know, my teams in the playoffs, especially. So I'm going to try to enjoy it. Try to enjoy it as best you can, and uh, hopefully we can. You can win us a championship. And one final warning. For now, the fourth time. Temper your expectations. Yes. Go in with an open mind. And cheer for the Phillies. Yep. They're here. It's up to them to make it. Yep. But just remember how far they made it compared to where everyone thought they were going to be. Exactly. If you listen to sports radio even two, three weeks ago, well, probably three and a half weeks ago now. Wow, it's been a long time. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, it was a complete different vibe. Yep. Ride with it. Go to the stadium. And just cause a raucous. Don't <laughs> don't do anything stupid, but be loud. Very loud. Boo every single Astro that comes to bat. (laughs) And just enjoy it. But I'll tell you, if they take one in Houston, Chippy. I know, man. Chippy. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyone who had a future on the Phillies to win the World Series might be winning a... (laughs) <laughs> handsome amount of money. Big time. All right. That's it. That's it. We've reached our destination for the we day. Might, we might. I'm not going to say we will, but we might. By this time next week, we might know a winner, but I doubt it. Um, because it'll be fr- no, we won't. No, it'll be we'll we'll know the results after three games. We record on Tuesdays, we yeah, come no. out on Wednesdays, so we will have a. Well, maybe we can record on Mon or no, because they have no. It's it's Friday, Saturday. They have off Sunday. They play Monday, Tuesday. Well, yeah, so okay, never mind. Yeah, we won't. I bet. But well, we'll, we'll be recording mid-game. Yeah, probably yeah. on Tuesday. So. so Depending on how that's going, you'll 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 get the vibe of the podcast. But we've reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. 
go to the podcast tab to the PHL bandwagon. You can find us on Spotify there. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are available, we're most likely there. If we're not on a platform that you enjoy, shoot us an email at phltheBandwagon at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter. Speaking of, you can find us on Twitter at the PHL Bandwagon. You can follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. We're also on Facebook. Uh, we share weekly polls on Twitter because Facebook doesn't let us have multiple options. I wish they would fix that. But we really do enjoy the engagement, so please go ahead and comment and you know share your opinions and try to have friendly debate with each other and not curse at each other, which is the Philly way. Um, I do want to give props to Bailey Fulter and Nick Nelson for ripping Sigs in the clubhouse. I thought yeah. that was the most Philly thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, I, whatever. Uh, they won. They could do whatever they want that night. I don't, think, I don't even think Nick Nelson was on the roster. He was just there. Yeah, he was just there. <laughs> Uh, there was a yeah, there was a <laughs> there was a funny picture on Twitter. I, I forget who it was from, but before I finish up our little segment, I will find it for you. Also, I want to give a shout out to somebody on Twitter who actually DM'd my personal uh, Twitter at PHL Chip Tiernan, uh, at uh, at Dave M Reports, uh, David Melandra Jr. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but he just DM'd me, said uh, or not DM me, but he just t- tweeted at me. And said uh, the podcast has been very good. I've been enjoying it. That's you know, and, and that was it. And that was a simple tweet that I got. Uh, I replied to him. I said thank you very much. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, so yeah, I mean, just a nice tweet that someone tweeted me. Um, never really happened before. This, this is kind of the first time that someone has tweeted my personal account. Um, so if you want to do that, you can do that as well. Ask us questions, or just tell us if you like the podcast, or you know. If there's something you like us if to change. Or, yeah, uh, if there's a segment you want us to add or something you want us to talk about, you know, uh, like you heard us in the podcast earlier. You wanted us to talk more union. You got it. Yeah. So we'll uh, uh, we'll try our best, but we're no we're no gurus right now, but we can be in a year or two. Yeah. So, yeah. And I just want to give a shout out to my man, David. I'm glad you like it, man. Hope you hope you stay till the end of the podcast for your shout out. So. All right, go to the Weg Shop. You can get your TBW merchandise. Fall, tailgate weather. The Eagles going for 7-0. and You know? Wild. Looks great under a jersey. It's the most comfy hoodie I own. I wear it to bed a lot. I wore it all weekend this weekend as it is getting cold now. Except today, it's just muggy, which is great. Nothing yeah. better. Uh, yeah. You can find us on under the podcast tab of the WEG shop. Support us. We really do appreciate it. We appreciate everyone for listening. We'll see you at the next stop. Go Phillies. Go Birds. Go Phillies. Go Birds. Go Phillies. Go Flyers. Go, go Flyers. Union. Go, go Union. Go Sixers. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Okay. How are they losing, man? <laughs> All right. Happy, happy podcast. Happy yeah, podcast. Happy, happy, happy podcast. Positive happy, vibes. Happy. Positive vibes. All right, everyone. Go Deuces. Philly. Go Philly.